The Gwaeltog areas of County Galway are Cwesharige, which includes the district around Bjarna, Forbo and Spigel and Indrawan. The area around Carraro, including Littlemore and Littlemullan, Carna and Rossmuck, North Connemara, including My Cullen, Clare Galway and the Aran Islands. About 20,000 people live in this Gwaeltog area, which covers an acreage of approximately 300,000. The present pattern of settlement can only be understood in the light of past history. It seems likely that until the 17th century, the population of most of this area was very small and semi-nomadic. But the Cromwellian wars and confiscations forced many people who had been uprooted elsewhere to settle in this bare countryside. A new pattern of settlement had been established. This was the traditional Irish house cluster, or Tlochon. In an 11-mile-long stretch of the coastal strip between Barna and Alia, remains of 48 Tlochon have survived. In recent decades, and particularly during the past 10 years, the Tlochon system has begun to decay rapidly. Government grants and loans, together with emigrants' contributions, have enabled many people to build new houses. Convenience to services has made sites near the coast road more attractive, and with the abandonment of the Tlochon, or cluster, it seems possible that the interior areas will become deserted, and the bulk of the population will realign itself along the main roads. Already, the Gweltut area has become as modernised as any other locality in County Galway. The western part of Connemara, of course, has a very special quality, apart from the picturesque. Its people have remained Gaelic-speaking, thus maintaining a lifestyle distinct from that of the rest of Ireland, different indeed from that in other parts of Connemara that lie outside the Gweltut proper. Tell you the truth, I think... It just comes so natural to them that they don't even think about it unless somebody comes and reminds them that they have something because it's it's they were born with it uh, it's their language and it's like every other true born person of uh, born into a language uh, it's it's what they have and they don't question it at all or even think about it um, they just chat away and um, I, I I can't even answer that question very well for you because uh, being a native Irish speaker myself, it never dawned on me that um, that I'd have to feel any way about it. That but something that was given to me and was my right, and uh, perhaps we feel proud about it. But uh, other than that, I think I see an awful difference between the Gaelgore in in the Gaeltacht area to the Gaelgore, say, in a city area where they, I think they are, feel it's something different and I think they um, glory in it more really than the true Gaelgore does because the true Gaelgore doesn't, he takes it for granted like he gets up and eats his breakfast and that's it. But the Gaelgore in the city, I think maybe because they're in the minority they feel they have something different and uh, they're keeping, maybe they're doing it for lots of good reasons, keeping the tradition going. But um, they don't think about the Gaelge in the same way as a true Connemara person does. Well, I'm bilingual. I speak both English and Irish all day long. I never found much, much, mm, a problem anyway. Never a problem with me because I'm native and uh, I can switch from one to the other. I suppose other people would find it difficult who learned, who learned Irish, may not be able to switch as easily as I would. But I don't find any problem in switching from one to the other. To them, Irish is the simplest means of communication. And no matter where they are, 
where they meet the neighbours, they speak Irish as naturally as could be, and they have no thing about people who speak any other language. But if they meet in pubs in Britain or in South Boston or any place else, it is Irish they'll speak to a person who knows it. And they have no thing about speaking English or anything else to anybody else. And they've no desire to impose it upon anybody. And the people with the chip about Irish are the ones who have learnt it or who have um, gone into things like the civil service and teaching and that and have met up with others who had this chip about it. But to the ordinary native speaker, it's his easiest means of communication and he likes to go and tends to go where there are other Irish speakers because they have their own way of making a joke or uh, their attitude is the same. Now I've heard people say, you know, that um, are in the parts of England where there isn't a dense Irish population that sometimes you just love to go out and have the crack with the lads. That it is that thing of a, an attitude towards life that um, you're most at home with your own. But they haven't any missionary spirit about Irish. The service infrastructure influences the entire social and economic life of any community. But in addition, in the Gwaethut area, it exercises a linguistic effect, both direct and indirect. The complete absence of a permanent banking system in the Galway Gwaethut is perhaps the best testimony available of the very low socio-economic status of the area. Many kinds of services are lacking or very scarce in the Gwaethut. For example, chemist shops are rare, specialised news agents, drapers, even butchers and bread suppliers. There's a great shortage of such amenities as playing fields, community centres, cinemas and dance halls. On Arran, only bottled gas is available. Most of the Galway Gweltug population has been the victim of economic setbacks. This results from such factors as the concentration, for historical reasons, of a large population in an extremely poor area. The lack of development in both the service infrastructure and, in all, the non-agricultural sections of the economy. The relative scarcity, until recently, of post-primary educational facilities. The physical isolation of most of the area, together with the cultural isolation imposed by a language barrier. Change has come rapidly in recent years. Educational facilities have been greatly improved. Housing has been transformed. Economic prosperity has been increased. This change has not come about in a smooth way and the physical side effects of this unplanned development may be seen in the ribbon housing or in the absence over wide areas of such basic services as water supply and sewerage schemes. There are some who say that far too much government aid in the past, in the wrong form, has been given. That doesn't imply that there has not been a major need for social assistance benefits in the area. There has been such a need, and these benefits have relieved much hardship but could also contribute to a lack of initiative to work. Well, I wouldn't say they're lazy, but uh, they're social welfare conscious now, you know, that uh, I'm not objecting now to being subsidising, but I think it's uh, taken some, some of the initiative they had to work hard and get on from them, that they did have, but they're still not lazy.
they're prepared to go out and work. But uh, the odd kind of jobs you do get in Connemara, say now I know one man there, and he worked very hard for a long time now. I'm sure he's 10 or 15 years working. Well, he's on the insurance now, and he has seven children. And he actually would make more on the insurance than he would at his job. So you can't blame that man at getting lazy and staying at home. But is it the fact that they drink an awful lot, more so than other parts of the country, that it's quite common for them to go in there in the morning and spend the greater part of the day in the Well, I, I think it's the national pastime in Connemara to go to the pub. Any time, you can't pass a pub in Connemara without going in. Uh, I think it's, an, it's a nasty habit, uh, uh, but it has been... Uh, it wasn't so bad long ago, it's much worse now, I think. Well, they didn't have the money to buy it long ago, now they have plenty of money. But... A Connemara man hates passing a pub without going in and having one, quick one. Uh, you don't get many, many people in Connemara now to spend all day in a pub. You get the odd one, I'd say, about 2 or 3% or so. Now, the holdings of land in Connemara are very small. Are they worthwhile working at all? Yes, they are worthwhile working. Uh, not now on a commercial basis, but for their own needs. And uh, you will find uh, that uh, they can grow very good vegetables and potatoes, quite good potatoes. And uh, uh, we rear uh, a great stock of cattle in Connemara. Now a stranger would find it hard to see how could we rear cattle in Connemara. Well, you'd want to live there now but to understand that uh, we have far more land than the eye can see, you know. Uh, we have mountains away out there, and I think in about a, there's a hundred houses in my parish where I smoke, and they own a share to, to the grazing light, right of, I think, 23,000 acres of mountain. And that's a great big asset, you know. That's never uh, taken into consideration at all about how you rear your cattle in Connemara. And that mountain, in, well, from June to... Uh, uh, to November. It's as good as any grassland, really. Commonage occupies about 46% of the total Galway Gwiltlucht. Most of it is of poor quality, bare rock, poorly drained bog, and it's used mainly for sheep farming. Nakiri, so here, and Rudders Tauk did again, so she. Ta, Gilor Tauk Schleven, so. Neil Schleven, so, and Nan Rudderby Rahu. Gert Akiri. A Hadivelia Nifu Gurini Edental Mai Back into Lakiri Horobi, Tashidan Nan Nismo Ergadi in West Behi. Agaswagan Shin Gudish Anwai Egmontinish Lerte Monopoly Evahaku in Snakiri. A Christian and Tervis Far a white est shin Kashid of Hanan. On Rudder Halahra to Tessal on Adini, Shishin on Thol, Martol, no Kidolgs Unol. Eh, Kaishid Vahanan on Thol of his Edimargo, ye a Kidi Kila, I guess Krawi, I guess Kraken. Ach Un Raura, Rosiger Rank, Nagin Yarmon, not at the beer for the down. Well, Antor or Fatherho. Well, can planish the Agishalishna Kirishin Avaho Gat? Well, she bunt like on Horkham and Shah now 
on inid rauro un tashe gest gwir hir inid rauro er bon er dus o hokes gavile un agus er vedus os gemilon agus gjormus jeskun felmerier fadenchen gud un o christianchen le rauro ta kuid wagenadini krgas segantus ja dorbe kedenish en an gud un hin rauro kujako nitsi tanan bejer er fad il fader out tanan ochtu fin gedako e unuta ha gestnish egen gorkomen cha no gemedishinan frastel er ne felmer er fad agus no un no hun hanaswafa agus ne kinjbach sahrawor le diel gegen de monokan akhir egen monokan e diel kan price bar e bejer mi lunus na jerefor and she knew not much of my lemaro, could do a kitchen jacket at an unitia, Agassi the Rao Rule Min, Agus Minchekin or a beat pulp nor the big and torch in the Vachle Fall and be a seed of death and death oil. Well, no, she is the Ronish Homos, not much Nakiri, the fecular and a slave the faster. And you can horribly, Vaho Badney's more Vach Nakiri Bunnen, earn a slave to Goni, and could you smoke and time a Homerby. Ach, wach mit den anderen Hohen Hogjörgen der Kiri, aber mir lohnte. Nil nicht schläfte in Nahen der Kiri Rauro, in Nahen der Rauro. Da steht der Nahen der Kiri Chunyal, in Nahen der Chunyal, Magelior, Fadekus, wie es steht, ein Fall an Banya, an Marchi. Ach, nur ich lomme in der Kiri Bonnen, so ist. Titten und Fjolg in Nahen. Agus, an Ohnen ist wach harter, Kriegerpunkt machen, äh, Milonese, Nurbantir, Gunmahre, äh, Titi, Fischingadi, aber Trichapunt, Nian hier, Ludikint, Hortia, Nachan, Wanya. Weil er nur der Bachgest Agony, Kangan Rudier Hammerby, Nagemach mit den Nan, äh, Nakirischen, Nahunchen, Hogial, Agenamchen, Id Hirischach, Agasid, Rauru, Gudian Stad, äh, Medisch Sach Michael Monarchen. Shin says a warn, Nista Dini Elikrigask will Rinch Felsahandiant Aqua Ericuj Talo Irtrach. Tashitsen and Ann fear of her fall when the Hunsha, a Hunyasid Bedir, a Femi no Ravi. Agasin Shin Beshid Shin Agalish Jackson Unad Harter me Tirifor, Agas Araros, her Margo Harter Nullug. Unrud is more a fad Ergides. Da mach man den anderen no na na kiri na hohen Hortisjach en mi ener agus rauro agus i de hiel harter fin chask und ham wie nun price er sieht der fad der fall. Physical problems are insignificant when contrasted with the human ones. The society is dominated by the old. The over sixty-five age group forms almost one seventh of the entire population. The high average age at marriage, particularly for males, has resulted in a marked gap between children and their parents. And this gap has been made wider because work-wise the mother is often the more dominant person. I would personally think, and it's only personal opinion, I think that the mother is because of the, what shall I say, the way of life and the way of thought, that they depend a lot on tourism and on guests and people coming into the area as the main source of living. Therefore, the wife 
in the Gaeltachtaí area runs the home completely, and the father would would uh, get some money or ride from whatever type of work he would do, whether it be a road worker, whether he goes to England, or whether he draws the dole. It doesn't matter, but I think that the mother is the dominant figure in the family in the West, and that the family uh, rely more on the mother and depend on her and come to her with their problems. And I would say this very much as far as daughters are concerned in the Gaelic areas, that fathers and daughters, and I think this is a bit sad really, that they don't know each other well enough at all. And that this, it's a pity because then when the girl grows up, I feel that she, it's harder for her to find a nice relationship with men because of the image she had of her father, that she couldn't um, go to him or tell him her little problems or share her whatever was worrying her with him. Oh, uh, I'd say the attitude to sex has changed in Connemara. It's, uh, it's, no it's no longer a hush-hush thing, you know. They, well, how could they when they're watching television every dang thing? There's a six in it. And, well, the older people still uh, want to make it a, a clean, nice thing, sex. Of course, the youth now are... Uh, bringing the dirt into the section. You know. well, it's everywhere now. It's bound to be in Connemara. Of course, the, the Connemara way of life and morals are uh, a little bit different from the rest of the country now, I think. Well, in what way would you say they're different? Well, there's a, they still retain an old, uh, uh, an old Irish way. Like, uh, uh, now, if uh, young girls, they had the misfortune of being seduced, and she would be a disgrace before this now. Uh, disgrace, she was announced, all this. Well, now that's more or less acceptable, you know. And uh, uh, I think I think the people of Connemara are changing their, uh, their, their values of, of sex completely. The Gwaltuk way of life usually concerns itself with minding its own business, and indeed, general attitudes are normally very Christian. They haven't a strict attitude towards what others are doing. They're very much prepared to let each one do his own thing. And they don't ostracize people at all in the way that you would get now in small towns in Ireland. If a person puts a foot wrong, he finds it hard to re-establish himself. And that does not occur. There is a general... The general attitude is that if you wish to behave that way, that's your concern. In the same way, if you wish to be over um, observant of your religion, they give you your head that way too. If you want to be going to Mass every morning, and if you want to be going to communion every day and go to confession every Saturday, right, that's the way you want to do it, but they're not going to do it because you do it. And if you want to uh, veer in the other direction and break the law and get away with it or break it and not get away with it, right, that's your own affair. They're not going to set up judgment for you at all. And uh, generally speaking, of course, there has always been that attitude that... Uh, you make illegal spirits and you drink it and if you get away with it well and good and if you don't that's too bad but there's not the tendency to set up 
a standard and expect others to keep it. Generally speaking, they don't sit in judgment either on each other or on outsiders. So it's the strictures that are imposed mainly by the neighbours haven't there hasn't been any reason really to impose them there that when a child behaves in a particular way because the other children and the neighbours behave in that particular way but perhaps it's the struggle for existence and perhaps it's the tendency to go abroad I don't know but they they are not rigid it's only for the last uh, hundred years that their churches have been there. The, and people then do not develop the church-going habit so much as urban people do, particularly Galway people, um, who are tremendous churchgoers. But that isn't necessarily being religious. They have... I'd say the virtues of Christianity, that tendency towards helping the neighbour, you must always help the neighbour. And I suppose that now is certainly the second commandment of Christ. That, uh, And they're religious in the sense of having great faith in God. And that the um, saints and those, uh, Blessed Virgin particularly, I'd say is very, very real to them. There was an awfully sad case of a chap who died in London. Now, he was uh, not any asset at any time. You know, he drank, he didn't work, he got three different diseases and of course he died and um, he was brought home and I was talking to his mother and I said how sad it was. My own real opinion was that she was awfully good to bring him home at all because he had never now done one useful thing in his life. And she said to me, well of course now there's a lot to be said. He died in his bed, he had the sacraments and we know we have to put up with it but look at the Blessed Virgin she had to see her son die on the cross and I thought it was faith that I didn't know about now that was really her attitude at the end of that Industrialisation in the Galway Gwilthucht dates back to the days of the congested district board at the turn of the century under the provisions of the Gwilthucht Industries Act Amendment 1965 Gwelter Aaron was empowered to enter into partnership with private companies. There are historical and environmental considerations working against successful industrialisation in an area where there is no tradition of wage earning or working fixed hours or division of labour. The educational system was geared towards equipping people to pursue careers outside the Gwelthucht very often. Ach salatha nyahan ta aibrihan agwelthukta agriha gama Agus 
The return of emigrants and holidays, the spread of car ownership, television, all these things have brought the younger generation into much closer contact with the outside world and made them suddenly aware of their own socio-economic structure. Life, too, has changed for the older generation, and all for the better. Hochter Klanje. Wo ist Roger Jackrotti, der Hogan, ist in Schau? 
Well, we shall saw Chakr. You maram here near Pusta, which near a shop all more on the half and Jeshki the Hunter Fosmud. She need yoke to the Honey Fosmud. I was not be shut in a tartar scale after he had been Jacob and Jacob Jacob, which at any sea who began with headshots was what the source copper turn again arm show. Of the total Gwaelthut area of 300,000 acres, only about a quarter of it is classified as improved land. The amount of improved land is highest in the East Galway Gwaelthut and the Aran Islands. Mechanisation has made little headway in the area, and much of the cultivation west of La Corrib is done by spade. In the north of the Gwaelthut, between Clonbor and Maan, Farms of from 10 to 20 acres are common, and between Barna and Rosseville, most holdings consist of about from 8 to 12 acres. Agus Gohondul, Shein Thala, Bjogan Yiskdokta, Agus Nadjontasi, Ahogunshli, Waratol, at the Sandina. I mean to any gisrod. Nivi, Nivi more on the Nesta Marish, I have a gisgara. Pinch at a steel of Trabon, a stretch of Molon, a smooth in Tradiascara. Will more on the Nioga Falkinger? What need more on the Noga Falky? Need more on the Noga. Major Nadino Tom, Soskaji, Shadik Shakti, wishing a man, even more on the more lack of listening yes or no. But though he didn't warn us for the hair. Well, Nyaki to Hang Sassan, you know, with the Kurfut and Shalgoni. Oh, you may Sassan the Gominic. After my performance, Chinese. What's the Pele Talibur to be into? What's a Pele Talibur? Was that to an unslave? How much a mark? What can wait? Made some with Kamwe Mayaftoyo? And you while African Golarashka Sassanaries? Well, the new Wadam Kurfum Sassana. For whom I will ask that he could play me in a piece of the year, or wait in Getting if this morning's hotel for Nara, either sort of seal at on show the seal in how the sassner. Well, so neither I can't defer. After Shadi Val Hakin to intend that hookers and orchards, Solish for this Muakub, my after some orchard, if I have an orchard, so go on the hook your orchard. And here Halaman is such an eon, near to Panata, dear Medines for Emily, the orchard. But conditions have improved considerably in recent times and many young people who emigrated and got married have now returned to Connemara to bring up their families in that environment. The people have every opportunity now, I would say, of improving themselves and they do. They have free education, free transport, free medical services free hospitalisation, they have very substantial welfare benefits when they are unemployed or ill. And there is a tendency nowadays for some of the young marrieds 
to come home from Britain and some of them home from America to take up residence and be, take up employment if they can find it and some of them are quite good prepared to go um, 20 miles to go where the employment is and there is a young population which wasn't there 10, 15 years ago there's a, a generation now of young marrieds with young families and I think that they find the way of life in urban centres in Britain unsatisfactory and a great deal of the high wages that they earn is frittered away on rented accommodation, entertainment, the day-to-day -day spending that you have to do, that the lesser income is more satisfying and provides a better way of life at home. And there are quite a number now who have settled down and you notice it in the numbers of school children and the numbers of babies um, in handling commodities and that you find things in demand that were not in demand a few years ago on account of this difference in the population. The Connemara Gueltuk always had its traditional entertainment. This still exists, but nowadays side by side with the music of the Gueltuk. Television, radio and outside influences all contribute to this infiltration. The old traditions are going and that we, you might as well be out in Hothis back in Umpachin um, still because it's the same thing that goes on. And that the time of the Kaleys and the Ichitinchan and Imarkarthi and I think this is what has taken the nadar out of the people. And um, and I don't believe myself that it's a good thing. I think that the nodder should last in people and that we should be more caring for each other. Have um, you? I can only find it in the older person today when you go into their homes where they welcome you with open arms and put down the kettle and say, Fana tula blagi min te. As the um, younger generation wouldn't uh, think the same way at all and uh, wouldn't be as delighted maybe to see you coming in because they are more busy. They are more like the suburban sister that they mightn't have the same time for you and they are, they are day planned more. As the, the true Irish woman will have time to sit down, forget everything, if somebody comes in to visit her. And I think this is beautiful. Since I grew up anyway, they had their dancing and their visiting hours and their dramas. And, uh, like any other part of the country, I... Uh, I think every weekend they have uh, all the entertainment they require, all the singing pubs in Connemara, you have the finest singing pubs in Ireland, the finest pubs in Ireland I'd say are along the coast road from Galway to Cardinal, you won't find finer pubs in the country than you will there and the biggest pubs in the country are there and all those places are packed out I think it's the wrong sort of entertainment anyway uh, to have pub entertainment, but those places are all packed out for the weekend by the local boys and girls of Crimea. And uh, I remember once going by there not so long ago, and I dropped into this uh, singing pub, and there was a group, oh, some group from Dublin here playing, but the place was packed now. There was at least six or seven hundred people in there, and I know from ages of the age of 16 now to 24 but I do know anybody I saw there never earned a penny in his life and at least cost him from 5 to 10 pounds that night out alone 
The kind of entertainment provided in Connemara hostelries is often controlled by investment. The larger establishments cater for people from outside the Gwelthut as well as the local people, with the result that tradition and pop go hand in hand. Ebrahenshe Erin Rodella and Rodno Amshirksha, Gominic Hamalashin, being Damse, being Gulior Kantifigus, Gulior Fogriachtagus, Gawar Gadarnian Shedin, a better Nach, Ed Munter Nagaltachtied, Binismo Arigid Legion Eregus, Hawarshin, Bindeshno, Qui Egitata, and the one Nismo Fogriachtagus, Hawarshin, the Medigadarnoche, Achmatahal Hort Korum. Sumeltacht is Muharnios on Shanos. Bagus Achbir Shans, Kopla, half set, no cape, nor the kind, is Milo Begon in Damsi and Freshen. Ahmad Matashino on Tarnan Shanos Nismo. Agnapuchefirnisk will Munchen a grant of the free Junker, Hyola Telefish, a Gasola radio, Homale Hochebele, Agus Kobini Nahoshna is Jere Hokrins, Kins or Kyol, Evins in Slims there. Ta <laughs> Kegoron <laughs> Well, that's what Omar said, Valak, who will look there, looks in the pubs, Marajer, or go face the dish. You know, these frastal, Ergini, Leshikiolchen, come out in the Dini and sauce the vegation. Tama Roshin, Kinti, Tama Roshin, Shilimgur. Nil Dota before. Shamro de Ma Toshetakis seal and Nishko will pubs and show. Agascucha the Tarantine, no, Kurgos, Gudila Garid. Niharnir Enfob Gonomara, Dina has Galle, Galle, Nira Dramatir, Tonati Hergurali Regen. Ach, Nish Tasha the Tarantinas, Holot, Marta, Otonis Muerigigesh, the Gusta, Slotinis Mulgesh, the Gusta, Fogriachnis Mulgesh, the Gusta, Costas Morabant, Leshakistan, Brabach Moras, Agassis, Kursi Grohanish Tagest, Nenil Dina Bekimruer, Kursi Kulturna, Kursi Tadele. Achta enishtiacht mor dinta agas kahar tora hiert kahar brabach hiert leshon lanacht. While the dole has served many purposes in the Gwelthut, even those who get it feel that it can put a damper on initiative. It, it is my personal opinion that a little challenge does no one any harm, and if you buffer people from every challenge. What are you going to have at the end? If you're going to give them free education, free medication, free transport and an income, 
where is the incentive to work or to get on? It, to me, it appears that you encourage them to be idle by giving them um, so much social welfare benefit. Now, I know that that is not the general opinion and that um, the, the weaker sections should be supported by the stronger, but I think there's a limit. And the middle classes now, particularly wage and salary earners, in my view, are carrying too much on their back. And the burden of taxation is very, very severe on the middle group, which are the new poor. Because the ones who have the benefits um, and the dole can live at their standard in greater comfort and with less actual want than the middle-income group. The western part of Connemara has remained Gaelic-speaking, thus maintaining a lifestyle distinct from most parts of Ireland. How long this distinctness will continue is another question, and one not easily answered when you consider the outside pressures from the large English-speaking areas. Well, I think it's on, on the way out, I'd say myself that uh, as industry moves in, that Irish will move out. Because the, the technician who is training him how to work those machine tools and things, he hasn't sufficient Irish. Anyway, the Connemara uh, uh, man, if you haven't good Irish, he wouldn't be bothered talking Irish to you. Well, uh, certainly I'd regret the passing of the language. I, I won't see it in my lifetime, but I can visualise it in 50 or 60 years' time.